Hi guys, welcome to Podcast Diaries. I'm Esther. I'm Io. And I'm Agnes. And we are starting off our first ever podcast um, with the topic of success and failure. So the other day, (laughs) (laughs) the other day I was scrolling through Instagram as you do, um, and I came across this post by um, this uh, preacher that I like uh, listening to and following. And it said, God has not called us to be successful. He has called us to be faithful. I'll repeat it one more time. God has not called us to be successful. He's called us to be faithful. So this took me aback a little bit because my first instinct was, oh, that doesn't sound right. Because <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that. Is that biblical? Um, and But then I, as, as I was kind of reading, um, reading a few things, I was reading the parable of the talents. And a lot of the things that I was seeing was um, how when the servants were given given the talents and they actually did something with it and had um, uh, results, the master was saying, well done for being faithful, well done, good and faithful servant. Um, and the only servant that was kind of uh, told off um, was the one that didn't act and didn't act seemingly out of fear of failure. And it kind of brought up the idea of maybe we're seeing success in an ungodly way maybe the way god wants us to see success is um carrying on in the vision that he's given us being faithful stepping taking one step every day making sure we're keeping in touch with his word and what he wants us to do so i thought i'd share with the group (laughs) and kind of get their thoughts go on Ai, what do you think yeah well (laughs) (laughs) i i think that statement as you said take me aback like it's almost like you have to relearn what you've learned mm. or you've been told by your mother or you've been told by your father. What society has told you mm. is success. What they're still telling you today is defined as success. Like a man hasn't made it until he like acquires a lot of money or a woman hasn't made it until she's on the billboard pages or she's honored by the queen for an OBE or she's something on the Forbes or the whatever it is that your career is or whatever. And successful when her child enters Cambridge University and she's giving Thanksgiving church <laughs> there's that as well so mm-hmm. when I heard that when I read that statement I was taken aback and it you start to unlearn the things that God never said things were because you start to remember stories like oh um as you said the story of the talents mm-hmm. or David he was successful by being a good shepherd boy the youngest son killing a, a bear a lion that was how he was successful then because of that success there and that faithfulness there as a servant boy he became successful in the by killing goliath even though mm. that success didn't even look like success it didn't look at father, his father, father yeah. at the time but to god but yeah. to god it was success it was training ground mm. and then but we call it training ground we don't define it as success mm. but he was faithful and his training ground is success because if you can be successful in your training ground then maybe you'd be successful in everything else you do mm. And then you you start thinking of all the stories of those people in the Bible and you start thinking, oh, maybe God never asked me to go and make buckloads of money. Mm. But then also, we shouldn't say that God doesn't want us to be successful or acquire these things because he says he's the father owns the cattle upon a thousand hills. So if he does, then he wants me to be have money mm. and have rich. Yes, I did say rich. People are going to say something <laughs> about that. God wants me to be rich. doesn't want you to be poor. I can't touch anyone with my poorness. So, mm. what are you talking about by saying God don't want you to have money? <laughs> it's a lie again. 
But yeah, when I was when I started statement, I had to. You start relearning the things that you defined as success, mm-hmm. and then I remembered um, what's his name song from the McDonald's, and he was talking about comparison kills. Mm. my success is not your success neither is your success my success what I would define or what would have defined for me as success I should not compare it to yours because then if I do I'm disrespecting God I'm disrespecting my own power that's interesting Mm. Agnes what do you think I'm actually going to say something that I didn't plan to say um, (laughs) just because um, so I made that comment about um, you know a a woman um, or a mother feeling like she's been a success as a mother um, when her child enters Cambridge. So you guys know that, obviously, um, that's where I studied. And oh, sorry, guys. I did not... <laughs> did you I not? Did, I knew. How long have you known me? I knew, but I wasn't actually thinking No, it was that. really interesting. I know you went. No, but it was just really interesting at that point because it just made me think, actually, at that point in my life, before I started my degree, um, I really did measure success... Um, on my academic like based on my academic performance and I I remember being at uni and just feeling like it was such an anticlimax that and I think throughout my sort of education um one of the drivers um was because you know I I had good relationships with my teachers and they believed in me and it really did spur me on I'm definitely a self-fulfilling prophecy of my Mm -hmm. of my teachers um, so when you get to uni and you lose that contact time, mm. you lose that, um, yeah, yeah, you lose that community, you lose all of that. Your little cheerleaders. Mm. Exactly. Mm. It, it makes you think, mm, actually, this is just work. This mm-hmm. is just work, work and work. And if I'm not motivated by what I'm actually studying, then half the time I'm not going to feel like I want to be here. So mm. it was a real learning curve for me. And I think more than anything else, I needed to go... Um, because the experience taught me that I couldn't A, lean on my own understanding and B, actually having um, expectations of of certain, I don't know, de- like like destination. You know, like success is sometimes a destination. Yeah. Um, I remember mm. before I, I got in when I was doing my A-levels, I had a picture of the college I'd got the offer from on my wall. Wow. And... Um, not in this room, downstairs, <laughs> um, and like literally, like when I got there, that was that was like it, it was like I'd arrived, like mm. I, I, and then it, it was so, it was such a a weird time in my life where all of a sudden, um, this thing that I had aspired to, like, didn't mean as much or didn't make me feel like I thought it would right. make me feel, and then. It was during that process that, um, that like I really felt like I even became a proper Christian. If I'm mm. honest, like I'd grown up, I had I had to go there because I feel like I had to let go of some of my, um, just some of my ideas about life and some of my ideas about success. And um, God really like that's when I, I I joined the church and it was it was a really like strong community. It was really just all about people who really loved people and really Mm. loved God and you could feel that warmth as soon as you entered and um I I kind of joined the small discipleship group and I just I just began to realize that actually like sorry going on and on but like just just, just that actually like 
Yeah, it's literally because what you said just really it was a moment where I think success was redefined for me mm. and I realized that actually anything without God in it is not going to feel like it should feel mm. um and, and and until I really begun to walk with God during that time I really didn't enjoy being there so yeah sorry before Esther speaks I was just gonna say that whilst you were talking I was kind of in my head it was like it was like, you know, we have a light bulb moment. Mm. <laughs> and she was like, oh, it was anticlimactic mm. when she got to Cambridge. And you know how people say, enjoy the journey on mm. the way to success. Because when you get to the successful place, that's it. Mm. Like, you're successful. Hallelujah. Gone, Success is redefined every time. Every time you hit, And the yeah. thing is, mm-hmm. if you do not enjoy the maybe the journey itself is the success. Yeah. That's why I was thinking, like, maybe the journey to getting there, mm-hmm. to this to the thing you're aiming for, to the thing you call successful, is the success. Because then when you get there, you really, you're redefining, you're like, okay, I need to go up a level. Mm. You've been successful, but you're redefining it again. Now, you know, that is not success anymore, that's just you have achieved something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then you give it a lower mark. Mm. But it really shouldn't, mm-hmm. because it's six success. So maybe, when they say, enjoy the journeys where you're going, mm-hmm. it's because people who have got in there, they understand that it's anticlimactic, because you get there, you go, okay, so what's next? <laughs> you get it so mm-hmm. maybe success is the journey not so much the destination i think that's yeah. interesting and touching on something that i know that you said mm-hmm. uh, previously the idea that faithfulness reaps um it, faithfulness is a fruitful act mm. so every time you're consistent and you're faithful something good will come out, come out of it whether mm. it's a redefinition of success mm. whether it's maybe your superior seeing you or someone at work seeing you that you didn't realize was looking mm. or maybe um your bae is looking and you were, you were, <laughs> you were killing it the way you were wearing praise the lord Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well. um, but i mean talking of like the secular world and our relationships and our friendships and um our workplaces how can we kind of take this idea of faithfulness being kind of a new um a new definition of success how can we take that into the workplace mm. where it's about consistency rather than striving mm. so one of the things i was gonna um say before i shared a bit of my, my mm-hmm. testimony was just that um that when i saw the statement um one of the reasons i struggled with it was because i feel like Success in a um, worldly sense is sometimes um, a byproduct of faithfulness in mm. what God has called you to do. So, um, for example, if someone is um, musically talented mm. and um, they they write a song um, that has a positive message, it may even be a very a very um, I can't think of one now, but it might it might be clearly a gospel song, mm-hmm. but um, it resonates with a non like a, a secular shackles. audience shackles for example yeah. mary mary <laughs> that gets played in the club it gets played in places it shouldn't get played yes. so um so yeah for example yeah so you can't always um you can't always um disassociate the two mm-hmm. um but it's about um you know what i was saying and i'm sure she'll elaborate on more about just you being faithful in what god has called you to do mm-hmm. and and all those things like at the end of the day god is a god of excellence he if he's the one that is backing up what you're doing then it's going to be excellent it's going to get recognized yeah. um and 
it will be a blessing not only to people who are Christians, it will be a blessing to other people as well. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> that's actually more important because yeah. at the end of the day, we're called to witness to people, to bring people into the kingdom. Go so if our success world. is limited, mm-hmm. then how is, it, how is it having that impact? Mm. What do you think? While she was talking, um, she was talking about success being um, uh, it's not limited or what did she say something about that? It's not limited to like a um a Christian. Yeah, and while she was talking about that, I just remembered something that someone else shared with me, and I very quickly. And she was like, she was at the bus stop, and it was actually blessing. She had the bus stop. She was trying to get the bus sixty nine to go to Stratford, mm-hmm. and she said she was standing there, and two five seven came. For some reason, she was like, no, I'm going to take 69. <laughs> and she's like, God just revealed that. She just had a revelation right there and there. And God was like, look, so the 257 gets to Stratford. So will the 69 get to Stratford. Mm. But the journeys are different. Mm. The people you meet on the 257 yeah. are different. Mm. Yeah. The people you meet on the 69 mm. are different. Mm. Now, maybe your path is 69. Mm. But then you want to get quickly to Stratford <laughs> or your success that you take 257. Slightly longer. <laughs> or maybe shorter but the people you were meant to be a blessing to you never meet them mm-hmm. you bless someone else so someone is waiting at the bus down the road waiting for you to get on the 69 mm. so that they can meet you mm. and you can be a blessing but you never go on the 69 mm. but on 257 because you were, your eyes were completely focused on the thing at mm. the end the success not the journey mm, that's good because the journey is very very important don't discount the journey. It's hard, guys. No lies. Mm. I can testify. It's hard because the journey looks dry. Mm. The journey is like, okay, I'm about ready to be done. <laughs> because my friends are like, they're getting married, they're successful. Mm. Again, definition of successful. Mm. They have the, mm. the Instagram post is popping. They have <laughs> relationship hashtag goals. They're going to dinner today. They're doing all these things. Yeah. You want to do them too. But... Again, you have to remind yourself, my journey is different. Mm. I'm on the 69, mm. they're on the 257. Mm. I should never compare myself to them. doesn't mean that because I'm I'm not, I shouldn't aspire to be successful like they are. They should challenge me and not make me lazy. Mm. Or I should not want to be them mm. or be in their path. Because mm. 257 has its own struggles, has its own stops. Absolutely. And doorways and it has to go down the road and 69 has its own. But the thing is, I'm meant to be on 69 because somebody's waiting down the road for me to enter my destiny so they can enter theirs. And it's mm. that whole thing that success is not so much the destination, but it's the journey. And it's your journey. Because it's your things journey. you're it's supposed unique, to pick yeah. up. You know, like in the video games, mm. where you're supposed to pick up the mushroom. Mm. Or yeah. The things yeah. you're supposed to pick up at every stop. Um, so just kind of rounding up, um, I think the main points that you guys are talking about are kind of encapsulated in the story of Joseph where at every stage he was faithful Mm. and at every stage that was success to Mm. God. Um, I heard someone once say that Joseph's story was a story of promotion. So from the pit to the Mm. prison, that was promotion Mm. because it got him closer to his destiny. Mm. From the prison to Potiphar's house, that was promotion. From the Potiphar's house back to the prison, no, from Potiphar's house, Potiphar's to house back to it? the prison. Yeah, what? he went Is to the prison. Again? No, I think he went to the palace. From oh, Potiphar's no. house. It's when, because that's when the... That's when the guard... Oh, the guard, yeah. sorry. The guard, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so from, I think every stage is promotion. And if you're successful, then you'll get to success. Mm. But, um, yeah, stay faithful. Keep on the track.
And you can leave your comments as well of what you, if you agree with us or if you disagree or you agree halfway or maybe full on the way <laughs> as to what maybe success is, faithfulness or maybe it isn't. So let's know your thoughts. Anyway, 